Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. First four hours, we're simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Hello. I can't wait to talk bathrooms here. This is going to be great. Well, which one? There were so many glorious bathroom experiences. I, guys, Lima, how are you 40 years old and you didn't know what lot lizards were? I had heard the term, I actually, but I had no idea. I had no idea so, what it entailed, and I was naive. Oh, my God. So we pulled in. Young this and was, impressionable Lima. This was in, I think this was in an Indiana truck stop. We pulled in. Service plaza, if you will. Was it in Gary, Indiana? Gary, Indiana. My home, sweet home. No. Um, no, it might You know what? It might have been before. It might have been on day two of our trip after Chicago. It might have been on Friday. Okay. On our way to Iowa. Uh, we pulled into, by the way, we're brought to you by Extend Technologies online first, xtendav.com. Folks, football is better with Extend Technologies. Go ahead, put me to the test. Check them out online, xtendav.com, then stop on into that beautiful showroom. Make your home dreams come true. So is basketball. With the wonderful so is people. cricket. All right, well, football so is, is on, pornography. Football is on the way. Okay. I mean, I would have to imagine that the great Ivanati is even better. Yes. On a television like that. Oh my god! Oh, my. I said even naughty, and I squeeze my I squeeze my bottle and look at my pants now. Which, by the way, moisture wicking Duluth Company pants. Oh, it's fire hose uh, pants. So formidable. Beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, all right. So now my water's spilling all over the place. Uh, all right. So we're on our trip. This is going to be a podcast about the road trip, guys. If you if you came here to hear about uh, Zone Dog coverage and uh, and and cover one robber, th- this is not here. This is not the place for it. So we go to we we leave on Thursday. <clears throat> we leave almost right after the show. We left it just before eleven. We actually got on the road and left. It started off. Lima was pissed because he tried to. What did you try to buy on your phone? And your wallet wasn't working. Uh, that was, I'll not say which website, but it was a preferred vendor of the Chicago Cubs. That's right. That's what he was trying to do. And it wouldn't accept that he had to change his, uh, he had to change his information on his phone. Yeah. So he was all, he was already upset about that. And he was like getting very agitated. This is, we are still in Cleveland. We're in Rocky River. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. That, no, that, oh. that was trying to, I, because I moved, I had to get everything updated on the credit card, and so I was furious. I couldn't even talk to you for the first 30 minutes. Yeah, he was upset. Until I got this figured out. You ever have something that's on your mind, yeah. and it so consumes you that they could have said, hey, uh, you have an interview coming up with President of the United States. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it because i got to figure this thing out on yeah. my phone. It was bothering me that much. So he got it figured out, and we got on the road, and it, it was because uh, there was such a anticipation of Chicago. I knew that he wanted to get there and see his sister, who is not a very nice person, by the way, and see her boyfriend, who is a fine guy. 
and uh, I knew we had to go. So I was under pressure to not use the bathroom or make any stops whatsoever because I knew he'd go. So there were going to be no stops on the way to Chicago. I knew that. I knew we were on a time crunch and we had to haul balls to the wall to get to Chicago. So we did. And once we got out of Ohio and we got to Indiana, things started really rocking and rolling, right? So we we stopped at a truck stop to get gas. And I said, and again, when we go on trips, it's it's all the horrible things we could say to each other to make each other laugh. And so we say things that we can never say on the regular radio show because we'd get fired easily. And as we're making the turn, I go, gosh, there's so many prostitutes in there. And he went, what? And I looked at him. I looked at Anthony kind of like, oh, I'm just making a reference here. He's like, what do you mean prostitutes? I go, what? You don't understand? Lima did not know that. <clears throat> big truck stop. Sorry, folks. My voice is a little hoarse, so I'm going to try to not clear my throat in the mic. Um, Lima, in 40 years, mm-hmm. did not know that there tends to be a lot of prostitution in service plazas, truck stops, what have you, on America's highways and byways. There was a lot more I didn't know. I didn't know that they had showers. And that basically That's this is right. Where- I had to show you the shot. That was the next morning. You know what? You're right. That was the next morning on in, in, uh, leaving Chicago, outside of Chicago, Illinois, in Rochelle, Illinois. That's where it was. That's exactly where it was. Thank you. Job my memory. Go ahead. I had no idea that was going on. Uh, and the world's biggest or largest truck stop on 80, uh, not only did they have the showers, they had a theater set up upstairs. They had a dentist there. They had an auto parts store. They had every trinket you could imagine with every name you could imagine. They had every shot glass of every team. They had every lanyard of NFL team. Mm-hmm. Kenny, they had it all. They had it. And Lima was surprised because he goes, what do you mean they have showers? I go, and I go, Anthony, they keep electronic logs now. It's not like the old days when a guy used to be able to drive. A trucker used to be able to drive 36 straight hours and just would be wired on cocaine. What, living on reds, vitamin C, and cocaine – they didn't do that. Like, they, they can't do that anymore. Like, they, they have to stop. And so, because there was one place, there was one room in there where it was called a game room, and it was basically a g- little gambling parlor in there, and a couple other things. I go, they have to stop. They have to be there, be here for eight hours. So even if they're not tired or if they sleep for five, okay, they got to be here for another three. So they're going to go in, and they have all the amenities, and everything costs money. Everything is for sale. Showers, whatever, unless you have to buy something. You know, you, you get enough gas, they get you a free shower, things like that. Lima had no idea the way of the road. The friends of the road bubs, if you will. He had no idea about ladies of the evening or friends I didn't of the know road. about hitching rides. Yeah. That that was a prevalent Wait thing. Wait until I tell you about the trucker bombs. You ever hear of trucker bombs? Mm-mm. They're basically uh, pee jugs, and what they do is they oh, fill oh, up oh. gallon jugs or old water bottles because they don't want to, you know, stop. And then they'll get off it, schedule. The, in the state of Washington, if they catch you do it, it's like a $2,500 fine <laughs> because what, what some truckers will do, not all of them, is they go in a jug. And Trailer Park Boys made a, made a big joke out of this over several seasons. Truckers will go in a jug because they, you know, they want to don't want to pull off, stop their truck. I mean, time is money to truckers, so they fill up their jug. And honestly, I don't have a problem with it as long as you were to dispose of it in a decent fashion. They just roll down the window and will throw <laughs> the full jug into the grass. Well, sometimes, like if you're throwing it from a distance and at a speed, 
the bottle will just explode and there's urine all over the place, but it's it, there's nothing there. There's no one there. So you're just leaving trash. You're, you are littering because it's a plastic jug. Yeah, you're, you're littering in the media. Yellowstone National. The, the bad part about it, though, is that, and, and this has been the problem, is that when they go to mow, the mower will run over it and basically urine goes all over the place. When they mow over, so you got to wear why, no matter what the weather yes. is. You got to wear a hazmat suit no matter what. Yeah. So when they uh, when they do this, it turns into you know what the state of Washington is going to charge you twenty five hundred dollars if they catch you if they if they see you throw one of them things it's over. And it for feels you. like there's cameras everywhere, even yes out there. So in the wilderness. So that's uh, I had to teach Lima all this stuff about truckers and the way of the road while we were on the road. So we go to Chicago. Um, you want to talk about the Chicago part first where the guy tried to sell us drugs well, on the L train? Well, before we get to that, what did you think of the burger? We took Kenny to Al Cheval, which is a much ballyhooed, highly hyped burger, burger was place. Did it, did it live up? I mean, they call it, it the incredible. best burger it in did. the country. Is it the best burger in the country? Uh, it's, it's definitely one of the best I've had. It's definitely it one of the best I've had. I did not ex- anticipate it being like yeah, everybody says I got the best burger. And normally there's a huge wait just to mm-hmm. do what we did, but we went at an awkward time in between lunch and dinner. So yeah. we sat right down. We yep. had that view of downtown. We had the skyline right next to us. I took a picture yep. uh, with the burger and that. We had some beers. Boy, that beer, the first beer after you get off the road. It's a great one. There's no better taste. It could be anything. Yeah. It is going to be they fantastic. They drink one of the trucker bombs there, and it's still going to be it's good. It's going to be fine. As long as there's booze in it. goes down. So uh, that was good. The burger was good. At first, I was like, ah, it's a burger. It's whatever. I was just so impressed. I've never been to Chicago. I've never even been close, really, to Chicago. And so I was looking forward to this because it's been 35 years, and everybody we know and everybody who called in on Friday – um, we got an itinerary from everybody. They were, they, they've all been to Chicago. So all I've heard is great things about Chicago. I never have been there. It was unbelievable to see the skyline open up and see just how big the city was, how massive it was. I kind of underrated the size of Chicago, Illinois. It was huge. There was no sign in to say, welcome to Illinois. It was just, welcome to Chicago, Lori Lightfoot mayor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she really just take. She take the sign from Illinois too. Like she's nope, you're in Chicago. I don't. We don't care about Illinois. Was that her thing? I don't know. Um, and we heard one of Lima's podcasts, which Lima has a very weird taste in podcasts. I didn't want to bring it up. It's all. <laughs> it's Lima's podcasts are all comedians, and so we were listening to that. We listened to a little bit of Six Seventy, and it was funny because he had a who was the comedian Tom Dillon, uh. Tim, Tim Tim Dillon, Dillon yes, who was do who did a full podcast talking bleep about Lori Lightfoot mm-hmm. while we were driving into Chicago. A Northeast Ohio native, by the way. So I'm hearing the worst about Chicago and the worst about Lori Lightfoot as I'm driving into Chicago. So that was pretty <laughs> it's like, interesting. It's like listening to Jeff Schwartz the week of a big, uh, big Browns football game. By the way, Jeff mm-hmm. Schwartz tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, eight twenty. Anywho. <laughs> so we – it's actually true. So um, we we get to the hotel. Hotel's great. My buddy Scott and his buddies, they ha- they were driving an RV. They found a way to park this RV. I in don't know Chicago. how – by the way, apparently Labor Day, holiday weekend, last weekend to really get the RVs out, the entire yeah, roadway, 10-hour trip. But, but each one nicer than the next. How much money do people spend on their RVs? The they pot, were incredible. The pandemic changed that. Did you ever hear about that? No. People bought RVs like crazy during the pandemic. So that's probably a shortage. They all got into RVing. 
They all got into it. I couldn't believe how nice the RVs were, but imagine having one of those huge S5. How, how do you – I know there's different tiers of RVs. Mm-hmm. Our buddy's RV was a lot nicer than I was expecting and a lot bigger. I don't know what classification they are. You yeah. would know how to break that down better than me. I've, how they got that into downtown Chicago, I will never know. It was, it was a 38-foot RV. Um, I forget the maker of the coach, but it was fantastic, and it was great. It was, um, And we passed the Hall of Fame of RVs. We passed the RV Hall of Fame. In Indiana. So once we got to Chicago, Lima was a lot more relaxed on leaving Chicago going to Iowa. So we made a couple of pit stops uh, on the way to Iowa, which we're not going to say until next week, one of the pit stops that we made. Okay? <laughs> we have to wait a week? We have to wait until the end. We have to wait until next week. We have to wait until next Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, to say what it is. So I'm not going to say it now. I don't want to upset anybody. So we have a very strong <laughs> – we'll probably forget, but we had a big pit stop to make on the way there. So we went to Iowa. The trip was great. I – like, I was like, we, we saw the sign. I'm like, I'm actually in freaking Iowa. I've never been to Iowa. I never thought I'd go. Yeah. It's just like, it's one of those states where you don't think of. It's like, okay, Field of Dreams, uh, corn, even though they, they are not the leading corn grower. They actually they actually grow more soy. Yeah. And they lead the country in pig slaughter. They actually have more, as, as much as Arkansas's pig suey, mm-hmm. and those are more wild, wild boars and the whatnot. Uh, yeah, people don't know it's actually New Jersey. Uh, they are the ones, the originators of the most corn. Are you serious? Not at all. Okay, <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, the most, the most soy, more soy is grown in Iowa, and more pigs are slaughtered in Iowa. So there's like a couple of like they had a hog eyes shirt. Yeah, they did. For people there, and it, we went the to the state bird. They call it the hog. So I had a problem where we pulled up to we pulled up to the hotel, and I'm calling Scott like. The credit card that the that the room is under is not under my name. I couldn't check in. And Scott goes, you're supposed to drive here. You were supposed to come get us. And, like, he's like, get here now. And I'm like, okay. I had to drive over to the field house where the football stadium is, and I'm actually upset because on a long drive I get what I call road grease where after a long travel you, I have to shower after I travel. It's a coating, though. Yeah. Even I felt my it's face a, yeah. after a while. I'm like, dude, there is a coat the of grossness. The first thing I did when we when we checked into the hotel in Chicago was take a shower. The first thing I wanted to do when we checked in the hotel in Ames, Iowa, was take a shower. I couldn't because I couldn't check into the hotel. So I had to go there and see all the coaches. Yeah, we and, went through the walkthrough. And I'm like a little greasy, and I'm wearing like a Duluth shirt and I'm like god I feel like so trash being around all these athletes and whatnot uh saw the coaches it was great uh took a tour of the stadium uh, I did a little quick thing with Mike Rose for eight and then uh yeah, it was like we were recruits yeah. they were giving us yeah, the recruit treatment and the facilities are incredible the facilities are absolutely incredible and you just see what's been built there over the last five to ten years and they're incredible incredible facilities the field house is huge the new the new locker room, how they did all that stuff, it's really great. Like, there's a lot of just great stuff about it, and there is a connection to Northeast Ohio because there's more than one player who's from Northeast Ohio is on that team because obviously Matt's from Northeast Ohio and recruit, would recruit Northeast Ohio heavily, and he's done that, and they that's part of the reason they've had success because they've gotten good football players from there who know what the hell they're doing from Ohio. So we go do that on Friday. When we go to eat, doesn't matter. Oh, we went to eat, eat with with Scott and his dad and everybody. Yeah, so that was good. Went there. That was a good place. And then we went out to. Do we tell the story or not? Went to Old Downtown, which is exactly like every American downtown you've thought of. 
that was fine. A lot of 35-year-olds, a lot of 45-year-olds, a lot of 55-year-olds, that's okay. We ended up going to a place called New Downtown, which was right next to campus or basically Mm. within campus. And it's me, us guys, and a bunch of 19-year-olds. And I was a little bit like, hey, I shouldn't be in this area right now. Yeah, and I was surprised. Maybe it's because it was a 3.30 game the next day, their time, Mm -hmm. that a lot of people just came in day of. But I was assuming, oh, it's a game weekend. There will be adults. We're not going to feel that out of place. And it was quite the opposite. Yeah. It was basically sororities, beautiful young women everywhere. We did not fit in. We did not fit in. And there was typical young guy angst, and we were making fun of them because, like, there were a couple guys, they were drunk, and they were punching that parking sign. Remember the parking sign? Yes. And we're sitting there going, hey. Are you really that afraid of girls? You're over there. Like, we just started heckling the guys, and they didn't do anything to us. Like, I thought, like, oh, God, we're going to start a fight. Because we're going, are you that afraid of girls? You're just going to stand there and punch a sign while all these skirts just walk by you. Is that really what you're doing? You're willing to grow that mullet. That mullet's not working for you. You're going to sit there and punch a sign with your other buddy, your little bleep-off buddy, (sighs) instead of going out and actually trying to, you know, scare up relationships and doing what guys at college age are supposed to do. So that was kind of fun cheering them, but then we had to play quickly because I didn't want them to go, hey, aren't you 35? Aren't you too old to be here? Yeah, why are you I guys w- here? Yeah, I didn't want to Because that was coming. That's, yeah. that's the, we used to do that to the guys when we were that age, yes. so I would expect them to do the same. Woke up, went to the tailgate. Uh, tailgate was great. Lana played. Um, go ahead. Uh, first of all, the tailgating was – I was looking forward to that most of all, and it paid off. I had more fun doing that than even Wrigley Field and even Chicago, and I had fun in Chicago. This was awesome because – there is some about tailgating. As much, as much as everything you see and read and hear about on social media or watch on your cable news networks where it's politics, 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 this is the rare place where all of that goes out the window for the most part and you're just having drinks with strangers mm-hmm. and everyone's okay and we're all in the yeah. zone talking college football. A lot of these RVs had their setup, so we're watching the horrible – I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Penn State fans. This horrible Penn State. I, see, I Wisconsin. thought there were ten, well, there was tension in the game. I didn't think it was that horrible. Great, sorry. great. I mean, come on. I, I hear about how great these defenses are, and then I know Ohio State's going to score forty on either of these, uh, probably in a half. Yeah. Um, and of course, this will come back to haunt me in the lose, and it'll be on old takes exposed. Whatever. Either way, there were great television setups at so many of these. Great food, great catering, mm. and just everybody's friendly. And this doesn't happen in our society anymore. Nobody's happy anywhere. From school board meetings True. to kids at school and masks and politics and everywhere you go. And it's just it's just terrible. Uh, right now, it's just not a great time. And you know what? All of it gets set aside the minute it is a football day and you are tailgating. Mm. It just goes all out the window. And it's a thing of beauty, and no one wants to talk any about that stuff. They just want to hang out. Where are you guys from? Oh, and everyone's got – by the way, everybody knows somebody from Ohio or somebody from Cleveland. It's going to come up, and it does. And then you you just meet people, and you you have a beer with a stranger, and it's awesome. I love tailgating so much, and I absolutely loved that right behind us somebody had a basketball hoop. Uh, fixed, affixed right on the back yep. of their bus. And then the men's basketball team started playing with the 10-year-olds, it which was, was fun. Awesome. It was like the scene from Airplane 
where Ted Stryker is talking about one of his mission trips and he's teaching uh, these 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 kids from uh, Africa how to play basketball and it turns into the Harlem Globetrotters. They're not missing a shot. So that's why you that's gotta, what this was. So if you're tailgating, too, you have to go to Extend Technologies <laughs> online first, xtendav.com, because some of the setups were great, but some of the TV's a little bit blurry. That's why you have to get 4K or 8K technology with Extend Technologies and Broadview Heights. That can handle the outside out. elements. Yes, if you're playing, they have outdoor television. They have a way to do it to make it better for everybody involved. Get your tailgate set up the right way. Remember, guys, football is better with Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Make those home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. So go to the game. Game's great. We had a buddy named Mike who was basically Mr. Iowa, who was right next to me and knew everybody at the game. He was awesome. He was down to party. He was down to slap my ass. Everything was fun. So we did that. Then we went out, and I told the story on the air about Lima making a drunken ass of himself right after the game at the bar when he said that one guy looks like bleeping Brock Purdy. Purdy, Brock Purdy, who is the quarterback <laughs> of Iowa State, who had just – the guy, whoever was on TV had just thrown an interception. Brock Purdy was right behind Lima when he said it. Lima didn't know. So that created an awkward moment, but we got over it. Lima, Lima did not care. Lima thought it was hilarious that the circumstances were, this guy's right behind me. I said what I said. I don't even regret it. I'm here for the story. What happens, happens, and that's what happens. Well, it really is the blurred lines that all come together when you think about who am I talking about? Big-time college football player. He's on national television. Yep. There are people all over the state of Iowa. They know exactly who he is. He's a celebrity. And then you step outside of that and you go, I'm talking about a 21-year-old. <laughs> 20-year-old, 21-year-old. I mean, it is really crazy, yet that doesn't stop it's people true. from booing at college games and doesn't stop people from, my God, Bowserman for oh, Ohio State. Man. It didn't stop people from sending death threats to Ryan Hamby. Yeah. Uh, so it is weird. I always get him and Ben Hartsock mixed up. I always accidentally say Ben Hartsock. Hartsock had an NFL career, didn't he? Yeah. I felt bad about doing that. Anyway, um, well, I wasn't the one, you know, sending him death threats. But I was a big Ohio State fan then. At that time. Yeah, yeah at that time. So um, we ended up having a good time. Sunday we wake up. I set my alarm for 4 a.m. We get on the road, and it just hits you like this is just going to be an all-day thing. We were starting to dread it the night before, too. Yeah, we really – well, Lima – okay, so Lima – sets in. It, the, the gravity of the situation sets in that we are going to kill ourselves so the very next my day. My buddy is sober. His other two buddies are drunk. He's sober. He talks my other friend into driving his RV and starting the, starting the trip that night. <laughs> Getting a head start, starting the trip that night at like 11.30. So highways and byways driving, in the pitch black. Driving through the night of And it Iowa. was a crescent moon. She oh, couldn't even see. It was, it was so not dark. illuminating the sky. It was so dark in Iowa. They don't believe in highway lighting. They don't believe it. They don't spend their money on it. It's not going to happen. No. Yeah, so the children of the corn can do whatever they do. The children of the corn. So they, they leave. Well, Lima's drunk. And Lima wants to get the hell out of there. So he starts bitching my ear off about leaving early. I go, Lima, I can't drive. I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm over the legal limit, but I'm not going to test it. No, we're not doing this. And so much to Lima's chagrin, we go to bed at like 11 o'clock. My alarm goes off 4 a.m. I'm up. I shower. It is time to go. I had my stuff packed. We were on the road. Um, I did stare at my phone to wake up for like 20 minutes. So once I got up, we were going. We were on the road 440. 
So we get on the road, and it's a 10-hour drive. And we had <laughs> stopped We had stopped in a couple of different places, and one of the places we stopped was a service plaza in Chicago. I'm going to tell the Notre Dame thing here in a second. It was just outside of Chicago. So we stopped there, and I have to go. I have to go number two. Well, I go to use the bathroom. The bathroom is relatively clean. However, the door doesn't latch. So somebody, if they walk by or somebody closes another door, the door opens up, and I am in the middle of my business. It's like you're in the military the, or in prison. Yes, the door will open up. So I'm in this moment. I told Lima. Lima came in, did number one, and went outside and got a coffee. As he's getting a coffee, I'm going to clean up. Now, this is why I have to tell it on the podcast. I couldn't tell it on the air because it is disgusting, so stay with me. So I go to clean myself up. The toilet paper that's on the wall is a big, giant, heavy roll. You guys know the industrial roll of toilet paper. The toilet paper that they give you is too thin to, at the beginning, be able to tear mm-hmm. down because you're just going to pull off little thin you're squares, rip off little squares that do no good for you. Do you have a square so to square? I, square have to to, I have to stand up and roll with one hand and hold on to the paper with the other so I can get a nice long thing of toilet paper so that I can ball it up and clean myself up. The problem is, as I'm taking the paper and I'm, I'm rolling the roll to get loose the toilet paper, the door keeps opening up. People are walking by. Mm. And so I'm standing up, bent over, pants around my ankles. I got my elbow on the door to keep the door closed, and I've got my hand holding a piece of toilet paper as I can roll out the roll to try to bunch it up and clean myself up. That's all going on at this truck stop. (sighs) Do we look dumber as a species just naked or bent over with pants around the ankles all crinkled down? Which do we look dumber? Which are you you more confident? Put it on the pole. Oh, I feel more confident. Oh, and put it on the pole. I feel more confident with people. Would you rather just go naked? Yeah, right. I think you're better off naked. Uh, No shoes, too. Just naked. No socks. If we're all going to go naked as a society, you got to give us like a month to work out. Get it going firsthand. So we leave there. Go another couple hours down the road. I realize we did not eat. Like, no. we, we went eight hours without eating. Yeah, we didn't eat at all. Which we, is I had a stunner. I had a burrito at 8 a.m., and I didn't eat again until about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. So, we go to Notre Dame. I said, I want to go see Notre Dame. I thought, you can see the dome, a little snippet of the dome from the highway. I figured since you could see the dome from the highway, it was going to be a short trip in, out, what have you. So, we got to stop at Notre Dame. I got to get gas anyway. This is perfect. We'll get off 80. I'll get gas while in South Bend. That's never going to happen unless we do it then. Yes. So we get off the highway. We turn. It is like a 20-minute drive that takes a mile long. Yeah. Because there's nowhere, nowhere to park that's anywhere close to where we need to go. And it's like they know that. They know what we're there to – outsiders are there to see. Because if you have business, you don't need to drive anywhere, so they don't need to build it for you. So we had to drive around, and you think like you're going to see the stadium. This keep is the looking. thing I was disappointed Where's the opening? For. You keep looking for it. This is what I was disappointed about. You could see like a little bit of the scoreboard. Everything else is covered. It's either trees or the other, and this is what I'm most disappointed about, the other buildings they built around Notre Dame Stadium. When you watch Rudy 
and he walks, all of a sudden this huge stadium appears. Remember, there's a scene where he's running outside of Notre Dame, and there's that big parking lot that's right next to the stadium. Yeah, that doesn't exist. That's not there anymore. No. It is either an athletic facility or more buildings. Where they, the hell do they park on game days? They must shuttle, I, I they must shuttle 100% they they of the to. fans in. Because there is nowhere, guys, there is nowhere to park that's anywhere near that stadium. It's all buildings. And I hate it. I, that part I didn't like. I was bummed. Because, like, if you go to Iowa State and you go around this corner, there's just this huge 60,000-foot stadium that appears around this corner. And at night, it's really cool because it says lit up Iowa State University. It's really nice. And we went to another stadium that we can't say, and you went up a hill. And it was, another, it was like, also around the corner. Then all of a sudden, boom, there's this tremendously large stadium that we can't say just yet where we were at. And you go to Notre Dame, and it was just nothing. It was nothing. There was all these buildings, and then tucked behind the building, you took, like, one corner, and then, like, you saw, like... Just a portion. You saw a portion of the end zone, and that's it. You saw that's it. And then we got we wanted to go to Touchdown Jesus, because I thought I'd get a great picture of the stadium then. Wasn't like that. You had to go around. You basically went down this main road, which was very picturesque because the dome was Beautiful. Right, right in front of you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that's called the quad there. We had to pull up in a we pull up in a circle. I have to go. I have to take a piss so bad. I can taste it. And I'm going, and Lima gets out, and Lima starts that fast walking stuff that he does. Well, there was some excitement too, and I wanted to oh, get it over with God. and get there. And so I had to go, and I, I was like, I'm stop. I'm not doing this. I have to take a leak. I gotta go. And I'm looking around for public bathrooms. No public bathrooms. They had locks on the porta potty, so you couldn't get in the porta potties. They had a whole row of them. And then I. We finally walk to Touchdown Jesus to where the library is. I saw people coming in and out of the library at a very slow pace, but I saw them going in and coming out, and they were unencumbered. And I thought, I bet I can go take a piss in there. So I told Lima I'm going in there. And we went over there, and it was mass requirement, but we walked right in, and no one seemed to bother us. I thought for sure you would have to present your ID, your student ID, whatever, but so, we got in. So we go in, and I think it's because there were parents moving kids in at Maybe. that time. So and so I think, I think they were letting people in, like, okay, this must be a parent or a brother or an uncle or whatever. So I asked the guy at the cafeteria for a mask. He was a little annoyed, but he still did it. Uh, everybody else was really nice. We go in there, and... I go number one. I'm feeling so much better about myself now, so much better about the trip, so glad I made the walk, such a long walk. I feel so much different about Notre Dame than I ever did. Lima sits down in the commode next to me and prepares himself for the sloppiest of sloppy boys that I think have, has ever been commenced at the Notre Dame library. I wish I had a newspaper. It was going to be one of those. I told Ken, just get started without me walking back. It was, and I, uh, I I had to. Get back to camp. And I'm telling you, he was in there for a good while, and he did not courtesy flush. He let the whole thing happen right there. I was laughing. It was so he bad. He was laughing. We were laughing. It Our was so bad that I was laughing. I'm thinking, uh, this is, I came all the way to Notre Dame for this. For me to, to desecrate. Yep. <laughs> to desecrate. Yes. The, to christen yes. whatever you want to. It was such a sloppy boy. I walked out of there, and a guy, there were three stalls, maybe four, and as I'm leaving, this guy coming in has no idea which one I used. Whoa. And he goes right into the epicenter of where the madness all just went down, and I couldn't help but chuckle. I could have warned him. I could have said, hey, 
I did warm that one up for you, but maybe oh, you want to go to the side. And you I have said, chosen poorly. You have chosen poorly, and his face just combusts. Oh, my it's set on fire. <laughs> and as bad as I got a perfect picture at touchdown Jesus, mm -hmm. I still couldn't get a good picture of the football stadium. That sucks because, listen, I, I, I've told you this. You've been to the Carrier Dome or no? I've been to the Carrier Dome. You yes. can see just a little bit of the field from a window. So that's something. And, of course, you can see the Carrier Dome. Yeah. You take pictures around the Carrier Dome. The Horseshoe. Well, the Horseshoe was like one of the first things built on campus at Ohio State. So mm -hmm. everything was around it. But what they didn't do, they don't care about architecture at Ohio State, which some people hate. They're like, oh, my God, these are gross buildings from every different five-year span uh. that has a different twist on whatever modern-looking uh, thought process was going on at the time. Notre Dame is like, all the buildings are going to be uniform. It was really Which, nice. it is beautiful, but the problem is they built some of those buildings right around and into the stadium, so yeah. there is no angle where you can go, oh, I can see the field from there. Nothing. No, it's completely rounded out. Horseshoe, I think, I'd have to go back and look now because it used to be before the sea deck, um, before all of that stuff got built, when it wasn't fully rounded, it was a horseshoe. Yeah. You could walk from the outside and look. Another thing is what is sad, and this is, I get it, terrorism, our whole world's changed after 9-11, mm. and this is just one applicable place to college football. You used to be able to just walk into the horseshoe. It could be a Tuesday at 5 o'clock, 10 a.m., whatever. You mm -hmm. could walk in, do the stairs, get a workout in. After 9-11, all these places basically said, uh, well, we can't. We just can't let anybody mm -hmm. anybody walk around and who knows what. So, unfortunately, it's not like the old days. Can't do that stuff. So you can only uh, stay a safe distance. Yep, that's all there is to it. And that was – Hold well, on. We should just talk quickly about the L-Ride home. Well, I was going to do that. And the I was going to talk about the uh, conspiracy theorist on I. Oh, my God. I, no, I, just I, do I, that. Do that. You want to do the truck stop guy? I don't understand. I don't understand at all. And there are some people in my life who do this, not to that extent. So Ugh. we stop at this, the world's largest truck stop, Iowa 80. And I remembered it from a documentary. And they do like chrome on trucks. They have a Truckers Hall of Fame or whatever it is, a museum. And it's just this huge truck stop in Iowa, which I didn't realize the guy donated $10 million to Iowa football, so I didn't feel good about spending money in there considering you know I was going to an Iowa State game as a mm -hmm. guest of, of people from Iowa State. Uh, I didn't know that until after we were leaving. So I go and I, I get a couple of tchotchkes. I got some shot glasses and stuff like that. And I'm waiting on Lima, and Lima's walking out, and all of a sudden I hear, there is a war, brother. There's a war going on right here on American soil. And I turn over, and there's this guy, and he's got like a what, what's it, a gator on, and it's like a camo gator around his, yep. around oh, his yeah. up to his eyes. Which he said he didn't use for masking protection. He used it so that the the cameras can't, can't pick out face. who he is. Yes, yes, can't see his face. So that's, and he boy, goes, that's a relief. He goes into QAnon. He goes in, and I told Lemon, go, hold on, hold on. Because Lemon comes up, he goes, he goes, all right. Let's go. And I go, no, 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 no. Shh. Listen to this. Listen to this. And we're standing there acting like we're checking out license plates. And this guy is just going in. Queuing on. Uh, Sandy Hook. Um, climate change. The Green New Deal. Once this Green New Deal passes, 63% of your paycheck's going to go to the government. And you're, you're not going to be able to own private property anymore. 
and he's telling this to the cashier, and the cashier, like, walks away. The cashier is not interested. The cashier, like, doesn't take him seriously, walks away. There's this other guy, and he's just, like, hook, line, and sinker he is in. And the kid is, like, 20. He is hook, line, and sinker into this, and he goes, Green New Deal, when they get their way, talking about the war on American soil, and he just kept going. 200 missing children. The one that got me were the missing. They're in Epstein Island, brother. Yeah, the missing children. That's the one that got me. And I go, I, I, I could not. And he was as dead ass as you're going to find. And he, I remember him just going, I, I'll be all right. I got enough powder for everybody, brother. I'm going, oh, my God. So I'm just trying to I, what envision. Do I, what, what do we do? I'm trying to envision just every day in that guy's life is just worse than the next. So, yeah. So whoever's around him, he has to try to pollute their minds. He has to find impressionable people around him. That guy doesn't get invited to Christmas anymore. He can't. Ooh. Can't. No. He's going to ruin the whole thing. Even if even if people kind of agree with some of his politics, that guy's going to ruin everything. And I just don't know why every conversation has to go there for certain people. Now, that was an extreme example. There's no doubt. But how can life be any fun? Like, we went to a football game this weekend, had the time of our lives. We didn't care who we were hanging out with, whether it was Democrats, whether it was Republicans, how you felt about abortion law. We didn't care. We just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. That guy doesn't have fun. Unless he's out hunting. He's probably having a lot of fun out hunting. I don't know. No, I don't even know if that's really? – I, I don't know what he does for fun. I don't know what's fun. What is, seen, what is seen as relaxation? What is seen as fun? Like, you're, if you're that deep in, which he sounded for that 10-minute span, in. Yes. you're that deep in. There is no such thing as a vacation. There's like, no such thing as a like night that? out. Do no, no. you know people in your life like this, and everybody does, because you've seen them on Facebook. You've seen them talk about certain pedophilia things. I've whatever. only seen stuff like that on TV. Oh, I've seen some of it on Facebook. I Absolutely. saw a little bit of it at the Republican National Convention. Just saying because it's a big political convention. Like, do you realize that even the politicians don't believe in that stuff? No. You do because you've been tricked yeah. into thinking it, and it just gets but worse that's the thing. and worse it's and worse. They believe worse. the politicians are in on it. It's not that they yeah. don't believe it. They're trying to tell us to not believe it. And, yeah, I, I'm guys, I'm the type of guy who will go, huh, well, I thought that was a conspiracy theory. I thought that – like, there are certain things that we feel like, oh, come on. But, no, they end up being kind of true. And, like, this, it was bizarre. And Lima thought, there's no way I can even make a joke. There's no way I can even make a joke. And you get to a point where if you say anything, you're afraid, like, oh, something something really bad is going to happen. Like, if Lima just turned to him and said, hey, come on, knock that bleep off. You're talking to a kid there. Like that turns into close. something. So that, I got close, and then I thought oh, about it. Oh, that would have been. And terrible. here's what I did. The first I'm thing glad I did. You didn't. And you know me, I have a big mouth. You've seen me in action. You yeah. saw me in action in Chicago. I did. I had no problem saying. You challenged anything the guy anybody. trying to sell us drugs. Yes, I did. He was so full of it too. I'm yes, so glad you challenged him. So well, you know, home course knowledge, Kenny. That's yeah, there you call. go. So I eyed this guy down. I sized him up, and I said, "I'm looking, trying to think, where is his holster." Or does this guy just have, like, a Plexigo Burris? Does he just have a gun in his pocket? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to he think. Easily he's carrying. I'm tr- oh, he's 100% carrying. I wouldn't be surprised if he's carrying in two different places. My thought was, here's – and I thought it out. I'm glad I did because I was going to tell him to basically shut the – I can't believe you up. actually thought that. Oh, I did. I was going to say, hey, man, no one wants to hear you. Yo, get, get out of here. And I looked, and I said, all right, I don't see any guns, but here's what could happen. If I challenge him and tell him, like, dude, you, you sound ridiculous. You're, you're a big put-off to everybody in your life. I thought in one fell swoop, this guy has it so that he knows how to draw. Yeah. 
Right, there's no doubt from wherever. He has to be ready to draw. That's all this guy works on. What if we assume he's very good with guns? What if he's terrible with He them? might be. Might be like Fredo. I don't know. This could be I, I remember the exact Walter place I was thinking. Walter White trying to work on getting his gun through his draw when he thought he had to go kill Gus. Sorry, we're yeah. on season three right now with my girlfriend. She's losing interest. I'm telling her, stay, hang tight. It's the best show ever. So he has a draw motion. This is what's going through my mind, and it goes through my mind within two seconds. All these prolonged thoughts, it's two seconds. It's, mm-hmm. This is all, all we think about. And I'm thinking, he has his draw arm. He's going to pull, and then he's going to by accidentally hit Ken. He's not going to hit me. Now I'm going to feel really bad. Then, because I don't know if your instincts set in or you try to protect or you go after the guy, but then somebody else – we're in Indiana here. Oh, no, we're in uh, – where were we? Were we in Iowa? This is Iowa. We're in Iowa. Someone else is carrying. Someone else – I think it's a Wilcott or Walcott in Iowa. And we're in the world's largest truck stop. There's yeah. going to be some some people undercover. It just is. You're at a big yeah. truck stop. Yeah, it's true. There's going to be Homeland Security just because, again, it's a big truck well, stop, yeah. Somebody's going to pull. Maybe the recreational gun enthusiast. Somebody's going to pull on him, try to be a hero. They're going to hit me. So now me and you are dead. And now there's crossfire. So now the poor dude that was having to listen to this guy contaminate his thoughts, he couldn't get out of the conversation. That kid's dead. Just stray bullets flying all over the place. So in my mind, the only thing that's good about this is I can't die twice. So at least I'm already dead. You're dead. Oh, you're gone. So there's already three of us dead. And then it just keeps going and going. And now it's national news. And it's not that guy's fault. It's my fault. All I had to do was not say anything. I'm glad. I'm a little bit jarred that the thought actually crossed your mind to say something. It did. Because when I heard that, one of the first things I thought of was this guy, this guy's a dream scenario of Ruby Ridge. Yes. This guy wants himself to be like that. I think that's his fun. Like there's plenty of things that I look into and I, I, I've, I've read them all, man. I, I love Art Bell. And I love Coast to Coast, and I try to get involved in all – I, I rarely talk about them on the air. It used to be fun. But I, I look at all of them. I want to see all of them. I know there's things that our government has to hide from us. I get it. But I'm like, no, this guy – I'm telling this guy's version of fun, it's not a night out. It's none of that. He's sitting there preparing himself for his own version of Ruby Ridge. And the way he talked – I mean, he was there for 10 minutes. I'm telling you that's what this guy was doing. And it, and and it could have like, gone for more. If somebody else would have walked up, it would have been 20 oh, more he, minutes. He, it would have been he, – he would have had an audience. And Proselytizing. I'm just, I'm just glad that's where it was. I'm like, you know what? I'm sure somebody already knows who he is. Somebody in a, in a different role knows who this guy is. And thank God you didn't get involved. Because it could have gotten very weird or very ugly at some I point. just want to know who's the last person – to speak up to his nonsense. And disagree with him. And is that person alive? Yes. And we'll end the podcast on that note. <laughs> that was a way to go. Lord Almighty. If I would have actually been looking up and seen your face, maybe I would have known I wouldn't have killed that, wouldn't have killed that punchline. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I, sw- I wish we could do this every year. I really do. I told you this. It's guys, just not going to happen. Can I, can I ask we'll you We'll never do this again. Can I ask you guys something else? Stop rolling blunts with backwoods, okay? It smells awful. I know everybody keeps getting the backwoods, dude. Stop, okay? Well, we smell White that. Owls. How many different? How many different places? Swisher Sweets everywhere, guy. Because some guy tried to sell us weed on the train. 
don't. Back- Some guy tried to sell us weed, Molly, and other things at Wrigley Field. Yes, he did. They said they had come in from L.A. I'm like, cartel. This is cartel. They are reaching with their – they're reaching out. They're branching out to their Chicago branch. This is crazy. But uh, I, I can't I, – I'm willing to say more about the guy who I think is Ruby Ridge Part 2 than I am the guy who is uh, in the cartel. Um, <laughs> the other guys who tried to sell us weed, listen, man, if you just – you'd have a shot if you just did anything else. Again, White Owl, Dutch Masters, Optimo. Do they even make Optimo anymore? Oh, I don't know. Do they make Optimo cigars anymore? Anything else. I think Backwoods, they smell so bad, and it's like the rage now. Everybody has to roll blunts with Backwoods. I'm like, Stop. Stop it. Smells like garbage. And then they started claiming they had other things, and Lima immediately called them out on and it got very weird. I Thank God know, we got off the train. I don't think he did. knew he, uh, he had an expert in his, oh, in his he, reach. Well, he, remember, he had you, and then he had the guy sitting next to me oh, yeah. who he thought was oh, an easy pigeon yeah. and started asking him questions that he did not have the answer that to. Follow-up questions he did not expect. He saw middle-aged white guy, and middle-aged white guy knew his weed, well, I think, And I think what was happening is one of two things. They were either going to try to sell us something that wasn't anything, or they were waiting for us to get the wallets out. They were going to time it up at the bus stop. With a train stop, and out you go. Good luck finding them. Big thanks to everybody who joined us today. This was show. fun. Sorry, I was reading the text. Um, XTNDAV.com, Extend Technologies. Make your home dreams come true with the wonderful people at Extend Technologies. We're back tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. Uh, and then we're back on Thursday with the Emerging Podcast scene. And, of course, on Thursday morning uh, with the Emerging Podcast scene, 6 to 10. So we got a lot in. Got Chicago in. Um, had the best quesadilla I think I've ever had in my life in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, there we go. Anything else? Anything else you want to add before we put the uh, official period on that? On everything? Was there any – real quick, was there any annoying thing that I did? No. No, not at all. You just get very loud, which you know. Yeah. A couple times in traffic. I can't hear that well. I'm sorry. You get worked up very fast. And almost so much so that it seems like it's kind of fun. And you're, you're like, what does that you st- mean? where you start out mad, and then you realize how ridiculously loud yeah, you're being, true. where yeah. you're like, all right, well, you know, yeah. I'm gonna, I, I can't just stop. And plus, you laugh. I laughed the entire I'm telling you, these trips are necessary. And really? I haven't been able to do anything like this in a long time. Most of the trips I've taken over the last 10 years have been me. Are we? Me by myself. I just realized this, this is the first show in the history of the fan that's taken a trip together. Boy, yeah, you're Fox right. Didn't go, oh, Bull and Fox went to uh, Arizona on a work trip. They were there for oh, a week. Oh, did they take the same flights? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, that's they, true. And Damn they, it, you're right. And then you know what? They hated each other ever since. So <laughs> this is this is not advisable for you, most. And Lima doesn't snore. He doesn't oh, snore. Tell that I, to my girlfriend. I woke up and I watched him while he slept. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys on uh, Thursday. Take care. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.